live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Team Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded May 30th, 2017. I've started this several times and the cord has come out, so I'm getting really tired of this opening and this fake radio voice. Uh, it's May 30th, 2017, the day after Memorial Day. And uh, you can always listen to the podcast on any day, at any time, even days that aren't honoring America and the troops. On iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Stitcher, TuneIn, all those. And any other platform that maybe I don't think of that they just gank my services. Uh, and you can listen to me on iTunes. It's Jesus Christ. You can follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Not, not, not helping America here. Uh, so Memorial Day, a time where we get together with friends and family, hot dogs, hamburgers, drink too much. And, uh, you know, remember the people that gave, gave all for this country to give us the freedom to complain and uh, whine about everything, to, uh, you know, uh, get our own angle and agenda on Twitter and uh, you know, just consume our, com- our lives completely in cyberspace. Uh, thank you for your service. Uh, but I think one of the most important things, and it seems to be happening a lot over the years, it's becoming, it's increasing more. Do you really love America if you don't tell everyone about it on social media? Um, and I'm going to one-up you. I think that you probably love this great land, the freedom, the liberty, all of it. But you probably only did it on one social media site yesterday, didn't you? I did it on five of them. I did it on Facebook, I've been on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Tumblr, Wolf, anything. I just made up shit. I just went there. And I told everyone how much I loved America. And obviously, in true social media way, I made it all about me. Uh, and you probably only did it on one, huh? That post on Facebook? Quite un-American. Also making you this. Losers in life. Yep. That's losers. exactly what you are. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they are. They're mm. losers. Losers. And we'll have more that of That guy them. is something else. Our president. Our commander-in-chief. Just remember that. Losers. I want to see when he's like meeting with the troops. And I'm like, all right, so, Mr. President, we're outside of Kandahar here. We have the, uh, the, 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 the targets. We're just going to have to go. When do we get the losers? When? <laughs> I'm laughing at my own jokes. Uh, when do we get the, the losers? I don't know. Is he trying to appeal to the everyday man there? Losers? I, I don't know. That, that, that's that... Let's try to be a little more professional than that, Donnie boy. Come on now. Come on. Um, <laughs> the losers. Uh, he spent the, the Memorial Day uh, singing along to the national anthem uh, at Arlington, Arlington National Cemetery. It was to honor people that are dead. Uh, so I probably wouldn't have been singing along. No one else was. But uh, that, that's, that's our president. That's our president. I, see, I hear people saying on, on Twitter all the time, you know, Trump supporters, oh, well, he's such a great businessman. He's going to help out here. He's so smart. And, and, and I have to say sometimes, you know, Magic Johnson is one of the you know, biggest businessmen I've ever seen. You know, and he's, he's one of the stupidest human beings on the planet. So I know I've said that before, but anyways. All right. So Memorial Day, what happened? Well, a lot of happened. A lot, a lot, a lot of happened. I just listened to Mike Francesa the day after here for about five hours of, uh, you know, Pill talk, uh, you know, mixed pills, abusing prescription pills, obviously around the Tiger Woods DUI arrest, uh, tons of drug addicts calling the show and telling them how drugs affected their life, which I understand people want to uh, be part of the conversation. They feel that their experience is similar. It has nothing to do with Tiger Woods. And honestly, I don't care about any of this. If I really cared, I'd go to school and get some sort of social work degree. And then I'd care about your story. I wish you all the luck in the future, but I'm not really important on sports talk radio. That's just me. Sorry. Uh, but Francesa, yeah, I was waiting for him to start giving the loyalty oaths with the drugs, huh? Mike, I'm a drug addict. Uh, three decades now. Uh, how, how do you do your drugs? Free base. All right, good. I don't know. 
Uh, but there was something yesterday, and I, I'm particularly pissy mood regarding this. Uh, we'll get to Tiger Woods. We'll get to Yankees. Uh, I don't even know how have that much stuff to talk about, honestly. Um, we'll be having a former pitcher, the New York Yankees, uh, Tanyan Sturtz. We'll be on the podcast this week. That's right. Tanyan Sturtz. Get some questions. If you, uh, He was a pitcher in the early to mid Mid late, well, he was there about a few few years with the New York Yankees in the 2000s. Uh, on that, I have to talk a little bit that that 2004 team with that epic collapse that will live in infamy. Um, but I, I have to start with this, and it's, if you follow me on Twitter, it's been pissing me off a lot. So there was a fight yesterday. Oh God, there was a fight. Oh, where I clutch my pearls. There was a fight yesterday between the San Francisco Giants and the Washington Nationals. Uh, Bryce Harper, one of the faces of baseball. Was it was what eighth inning two nothing three nothing game and he was in the in the box there and this uh, what's his name Hunter Strickland sounds like a guy who used to like start fires as a kid he comes in and plunks him immediately now it's well known uh, yeah well known that uh, well I don't know how well known it is but let me just tell you Jesus that Harper bombed him a few years ago in the playoffs two or three home runs in the divisional series or in the yeah or was a championship series even one that the San Francisco Giants won. You know, they went to the World Series. They won the World Series that year. Uh, Strickland has a long memory, very, very long memory, and plunks Bryce Harper. So let's look at the on-the-field issues first, and then we can get into the outcry and the pussification of baseball writers as a whole. Uh, number one, so Harper runs, you know, he charges a mound, throws his helmet. There's a lot of speculation if, if the helmet was at him or at Strickland, because it was, put it this way, it was completely, did a beeline. He was, for a baseball player to th- throw a helmet that bad in the direction that he wanted to, seems insane. Maybe it was something to distract Strickland, I don't know. Uh, but then, you know, uh, Strickland landed about, I'd say, what, two clean punches to the face of Harper, and Harper probably landed one, deflected one. I don't know how hard that is. Everyone's like, oh, he got one in there. Eh, I don't know how, how how much that really stung. And then everyone else just pushing each other around, you know, the posturing bullshit. And the, the other thing, too, Buster Posey, the catcher for the San Francisco Giants, usually you see a catcher try to, you know, stop Harper, the batter, from charging them on. Hey, hey, come on, come on, come on. Don't do this. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. Take it easy. Uh, or at least, you know, try to do something. Buster Posey stood there like a statue for, I'd say, five, six, Six seconds after Harper left the box to charge them out, just stood there behind home plate, then half-assed ran over there. Now, for all we know, Posey had this conversation with Strickland beforehand. Do not throw at him. This is stupid. Don't do this. Or maybe just Strickland just told him, I'm going to do this. And Posey just thought, fuck, what an idiot. But either way, I understand you don't want to get hurt, especially a guy, you know, we had to change a goddamn rule for him because he got hurt. Um, You know, I can understand he doesn't want to get hurt, but can you at least go out there with the image that you're really involved in this fight? Just be like one of the other fucking faceless idiots just pushing each other around. So bad look out of the... I don't know if he's officially the captain, or but he's the leader. He's the leader of the team. Uh, you know, it's his battle. It's like Memorial Day. Get your inner troop, motherfucker, and get out there and help your teammate. Um, so that's that. And, you know, we restored order. And, you know, life life continued. We, all st- we kept breathing, inhaling, and exhaling. It was amazing. But I'll tell you, you know, something happened, and it's something you've heard me talk about, these knee-jerk reactions in baseball. It seems like, especially this year, I mean, first we had Todd, and I, I got to bring this up to Tanya and Sturtz this week, a former player. Uh, first, we have the the idea, well, there was one 18-inning game, so holy Christ, we need ties in baseball. And now this, there's no place for fighting in baseball. 
Jeff Passan, 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 Passan of Yahoo Sports, who is an excellent baseball writer, absolutely excellent baseball writer, went on last night. And this is, you know, even before Passan put out his just gut-wrenching article, um, good, good writer, bad article. Uh, you had people saying, baseball fights are dumb. Uh, you know, the, 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 you know, unwritten rules are stupid. I hate this stuff. Someone's going to get hurt. Will you shut the fuck up? All of you crybabies. I'm not advocating, you know, some sort of fight every game. This isn't hockey. But are you really, are you blushing because you're seeing guys fight in a baseball game? They've been doing it for 150 fucking years. Like, is it really that big of a deal? Oh, oh, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. Really, Is there that much pearl clutching going on? I, I could not believe what I was hearing from people. And let, me, let me find this passing, Passan passing thing here. Like, here, here's here's a little a snippet from everyone here, from Jeff Passan. It stinks. The whole thing stinks. It stinks that Hunter Strickland believes it's okay to hunt a human being with a ball. And it stinks that Bryce Harper believes it's okay to endanger not just himself, but his teammates with the collateral damage that comes from bench clearings. It stinks that MLB is, isn't willing to fight the MLB Players Association for longer suspensions. It stinks that the union advocates and merits and members, they shut the fuck up. I'm like, oh my God. I feel like I'm listening to the fucking Bernstein Bears or something. It stinks. What are we, Seven? Oh my! I, I don't want to be like, oh, come on, you know, you know, it's Memorial Day, Christ Almighty, you know, act like a troop. It's battle. Listen, we go to war, men to men. I'm not saying that, and I'm not advocating fucking fighting. I'm not advocating throwing. You know, people are head hunting. That's bad too. Baseballs can kill somebody. How often does that happen? How often does that happen? I'm not. Again, I'm not saying that shit. I, I, I just, I could not believe what I was hearing out of people. I don't know if it's, and I don't mean to make this political, okay? But you know, sports itself, sports media, sports columnists, they're taking this just soft, you know, pacifist, like liberal stance to every goddamn thing. Are you really, like, did you go into like a conniption fit fucking seeing those guys fight yesterday? I mean, Jeff Passan, when he saw the fucking malice on the palace with the piston, pistons and, uh, you know, the Pacers fighting and Ron Artest running into the crowd, he probably needed CPR. He probably needed to be resuscitated. Unbelievable. They acted like this is the first time you've ever fucking seen it. When What are you supposed to do, by the way? It stinks. It stinks. So what do you want to do? you want to ban them for a season for fucking fighting? Is that what you want? Because listen. I'm sure that if, if you, you know, put the suspensions higher or, or find them more, oh, I'm sure that would stop fights. That Oh, totally. That would totally stop fights. I mean, I mean, these guys, I mean, whoa, he just threw a baseball at me. But I don't want to be involved in any moral outrage from the likes of Jeff Passan and this fucking crying band of babies. I'm, I'm just going to stand pat here and, you know, hang out with the guys after the game and do fucking Instagram photos and debate if a fucking hot dog is a sandwich. You know, he doesn't want fights and, uh, you know, MLB doesn't like to promote guys running on the fans running on the field. But listen to this. Listen to this. They, they don't even show it. Right. But, but just close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. This will blow your mind. This will blow your fucking mind. Just listen. Listen. Fans still run on the field. Amazing. I, 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 I thought it would eliminate the problem. It's unfucking believable. It, it's, it's crazy. I mean, baseball, you think they have it figured out and then they don't. Unbelievable. Uh, everyone turning, you know, these are the people that are actually, you know, these are the people that are actually annoyed or they say they're annoyed by fights in baseball, fucking like announcers from like, you know, like Mel Allen or something, you know, when there's a big fight and they just go, you know, Frank, you know, there's just, uh, 
there's there's no place for this in baseball. It's just, you're absolutely right, Don. There there you know it's something like someone's gonna get hurt, someone's gonna do something they regret all over something stupid, and uh, you know it's, it's just baseball doesn't need this sort of actions from their players. Like, do you really think those guys are really that fucking upset about a fucking fight in a baseball game? Do you think they went home and their wife's like, oh, how's the game? You say, ah, oh, well, it was good, but never uh, everyone have have a seat at the table. There was a fight tonight. Yeah, that's right, Timmy. There's a fight. And uh, I don't want to talk about it, but it hurts. Now, I'm going to go on the internet and read all the goddamn... Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I, I got to slow down here. I almost wanted to, like, tweet at every one of those writers and be like, Oh, yeah, let's fight! You know? But then I'm just like, what am I doing? What... <laughs> but I mean... Oh, and now what they're doing right now is I guess they, they've done the uh, the suspensions to the two. And I really don't give a shit how long either of them are suspended for. They're going to appeal it. And they're going to get half of it. Who fucking cares? They want baseball to do something. You realize baseball didn't do anything about steroids. And you think this thing that most people like outside of pansy writers and people that want to be announcers, you know, people like it. Look at all the people behind the plate last night when that happened. Did, did you notice it? They were laughing. They were smiling. They wanted blood. They wanted violence. It's the whole reason fucking people listen and watch the NFL. They like violence. It's the whole reason. It breaks up a boring game. I'm sure that 2 nothing rousing affair between the, the Giants and Nationals, I'm sure everyone was just, you know, writing it in their diary about how, what amazing fucking game it was. And then that happened. They can say they were at that game. People cheered, they laughed, they loved it. Except the moral authority of baseball columnists who think they're fucking bigger than the game. Is this like a record for F-words I've said in the first 13 minutes of a podcast? I'm sorry. It's it's unbelievable. Oh, here's another one. Jeff Passan, responding to himself. Watching people stand up for baseball players right to get into a little slappy little brawl and then try to politicize it all is really something. Oh, I guess I maybe... <laughs> the next person says, dude, Hillary lost. Get over it. Okay. Uh, what is this? I don't want MLB's best player to get hurt fighting for wholly illogical reasons. Ergo, I am a snowflake column. You know, then that's the whole like, oh, I'm the martyr now. You know, Jeff Passan, you're about to earn unfollow. Uh, and I'm sure you're a diligent listener to this. I'm 15 minutes into this, still talking about this goddamn thing. It just pisses me off so much that everyone has to whine about everything. And, and it's every sport. Don't get me wrong. But baseball, baseball, the one that's supposed to be fun. So here it is. We had Bryce Harper involved in a brawl. That was awesome. And then you have the face of base, the other face of baseball, Mike Trout, who has about the personality of this eraser of a pencil I'm listening to, or I'm looking at. I'm not listening to the pencil. That would be crazy. Not like anything else I've said earlier in this podcast. But he's out for, what, eight weeks? Um, I wouldn't even know. Mike Trout, I know he was having a good year. But, I mean, do you think Mike Trout's absence from baseball will have any effect on it whatsoever? He plays for a shitty team. He doesn't speak. Uh... I'm sorry, he is boring. He is a generational player, but he is a boring, boring baseball player. Put him in pinstripes, things may be different. That's all I'm saying. And and let's let's not let's let's not forget the 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 other things. The the other takes today. You know, you have the Passans and then the other people whining about the the fighting and they they just again, they they <laughs> They needed they needed something, I don't know, a cold shower or something to come back to reality. And then you have guys like Bill Plachke, one of the stooges on Around the Horn on ESPN, who wanted to, he said, uh, you know, it was disgraceful, I'm paraphrasing, disgraceful that these guys would fight on Memorial Day, you know, because it dishonors the troops. 
Yeah, man. I mean, talk about starving for attention. And Kathy Griffin, by the way, completely out of left field here. Kathy Griffin uh, holding a paper mache beheaded beheaded head of Donald Trump, screaming for relevance and attention. Kathy, we see you. We're not interested. Just turn around and close the door. You did the one bit on Seinfeld when you made fun of Jerry doing the stand-up, and that was even pushing it to be even really remotely funny. So go go away, and uh, we'll, we'll see you at New Year's. But Bill Plasky saying, oh, God, you know, that, that, that they really disrespected something. And he doubled down on it. I mean, talk about just contrarian horseshit. Contrarian, looking for a take every day, every angle. These people have no fucking shame. But, you know, on a sad note, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, looking for takes at every angle, and maybe it was a little easier back then. Well, in one way, basically what I'm trying to say is former uh, a guest of the podcast, Frank DeFord, uh, passed away. Very nice man. You heard the podcast. Great stuff from him. Uh, accomplished career. One of the legendary sports writers. Didn't have the access to the internet throughout most of his career or a lot of his career to get these uh, ideas, these angles for, for stories. But at the same time, there were less journalists. So maybe that opened it up for more, you know, more opinion. I don't know. More, more, more things to sink your teeth into. Instead of fucking fighting in baseball and how that is just an atrocity. You know, there are kids, you know, they're being killed all over the world in loser countries everywhere. And you know what? No one gives a shit about them. But all of a sudden, you want to cry because Bryce Harper threw a helmet at Hunter Strickland. Oh, oh, God. Talk about really perspective. I mean, we could say that about all sports in reality. It's not really important. And it isn't. But it's to even get less important. These guys take themselves way too fucking seriously. I don't want any of them voting for the Hall of Fame ever again. We get it, Brian. Let's move on. So Tiger Woods, uh, I really don't have a ton to talk about. Yeah, what was, what else? I was going to talk about, uh, no, that, that's kind of old now. Yeah. This is just me looking at notes. This has to be spellbinding radio. Um, yeah, we'll go with Tiger Woods. Um, Tiger Woods, a man that, uh, it's always funny when drugs are involved too, because everyone wants to be some sort of Mother Teresa. They, they... You know, what did most people think about Tiger Woods three days ago? Uh, former great golfer, womanizer, loser, total a- loser, total asshole, narcissistic egomaniac, treats people like shit. Oh, what a, you know, too bad for him. His career sucks. He'll never be what he was. Oh, he, uh, he got a DUI. He took a bunch of pills. Oh, he needs help. Oh, Tiger. He, he needs our help. I really feel bad for him. This this is not how I imagined it for him. And then probably when we read the entire police report and, you know, we hear everything that happened and why he's doing it and other people come out of the woodwork and they're just, you know, he is such a piece of shit, that Tiger Woods. Oh, boy, what a what a blowhard jackass. Well, not really a blowhard, but what a jackass. But if you haven't heard, and uh, you must be some, uh, I, I don't know how you wouldn't have heard. Anyone who knows, who owns a television uh, knows Tiger Woods arrested for DUI in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, asleep at the wheel. No breathal- breathalyzers showed no alcohol, which he said no alcohol. He had a odd uh, reaction to, to some prescription pills. And I guess he thought he was in Los Angeles. Uh, I guess we get the whole dash cam video la- later this week. Uh, it looks like he smashed into something. He said there's some damage to the front of his car um, and he his the two flat tires. And he was going away from his home at three in the morning. Uh, I guess he was possibly at his restaurant earlier, which in case you were wondering, Mike Francesa has been there and they treated him very well. And Mike is very familiar with the road that Tiger was arrested on. Uh, all very pertinent information that we all got out to the world today. Woo! Thank God. Um, 
Now, if only they could do something about the fighting in baseball. Oh, God, it makes me sick. Oh, God. I don't even know if I can do the podcast anymore. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Okay. I'm not done. I'm not done. Killing music. Um, I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. It, Tiger Woods, it, it happens. You know, it, it, maybe he has some large problem. And if he does, I don't want him to die. Uh, I, I hope he gets better. I don't know what angle you can go with this. I mean, I think it's just another thing that you throw on top of it and say, oh, this is the Tiger Woods that we have grown accustomed to. You know, it was just a long time ago when it was him and Earl and the, the world was their oyster and they just kept winning everything. And the, 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 the red shirt on Sunday, that just meant victory. But... What do you want me to say? Tiger Woods is basically a nobody at this point. We all know he wasn't coming back to make any to to win any tours. We, we, even though he kept saying, "Oh, I was going to do this," and the only news that Tiger Woods makes now is pulling out of tournaments. That's it. That's all. It, that's all it is. So I mean, he's I don't is he forty? He's got to be very close to forty or over forty now. He's not coming back. He's not winning any tournaments. He's done. And that mugshot shows you he is no longer. He, I was going to say no longer in golfing shape. But look at John Daly. He's a big fat slop. Tiger Woods, I predict, will never win another tournament ever. Not a major, not a tournament. Nothing. He will never golf again. It's over. Because now we have to whole play, play the whole game. Let's say he does, let's say he does, doesn't even have some sort of pre- prescription pill program. He has to do the whole song and dance of going to rehab, getting better, reconnecting with his kids, all that shit. You know, we know the whole fucking deal. The PR team is probably is already there at the house. They brought in the van, just like they do with grief counselors when something bad happens at school. They show up there and they're saying, Tiger, this is what we got to do. All right, you're going to go to this point A to point B, then you got to meet this person. Then, So we all know that's happening. So Tiger Woods, hey. You're on the way out from public uh, eye anyways, but uh, now, actually, now you're back in. I was going to say, but you're totally out. That's not true. You've rekindled your career, but not in the uh, best way. Rekindled your your interest from the public. We'll put it that way. Uh, And like I said, short podcast here. Uh, I guess I'll just touch real quick on the Yankees. Um, They're looking better. The the, the pitching is still a concern to me of Jordan Montgomery yesterday on, uh, excuse me, Monday. Throwing 100 pitches in the fifth inning. Uh, Still only gave up three runs. CC, you don't know what you're thinking. Tanaka stinks. Listen, he had one good game. I understand that. I understand he has one good game. Uh, and, you know, right now, the, 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 the most consistent pitchers are Luis Severino and Mike, Michael Pineda. So, they got, you know, that, that could fall apart any fucking time. <laughs> but with Mike Trout out of the game, Aaron Judge is arguably the, is he the odds-on MVP? I think he might be. Yes, it's May 30th. I get it. There's a lot of baseball to be played. And there's a lot more time to fight. And I just, I can't do it. <laughs> Okay, Brian. Kill the shtick. It's enough. Um, Chris Carter. We need Greg. We. I just did it. We. Yeah, we, Mike. Um, We need. The Yankees need Greg Bird back. I don't want to look at Chris Carter's face anymore. And his nonchalant swing. He just doesn't even care. It's, It's like the Bugs Bunny routine in Looney Tunes. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Boom. Every fucking time. And he doesn't even care. It's so bad. He's that bad guy in Little League, man. The one who just swings. And if the ball hits it, I'm not adapting my bat swing to where the ball is placed at all. I'm going to swing at the same level pace that I always do. And if the ball hits it, it will go far. Uh, but that that is that is bad. And Headley's been awful, too. So when you see those two back-to-back in the lineup, you're thinking, Joe, what the fuck are you doing? But you got to play them. I mean, what else are you going to do right now? What else are you going to do? And you see Clint Frazier and uh, what's his name? Glaber Torres, two hot shot uh, guys that are ripping up Triple A. Glaber Torres just there. Clint Frazier, uh, a guy who will cause problems for the New York Yankees. I know everyone is in love with them, and any Yankee fan that hears this thinks it's some sort of sacrilegious thing. I don't hate the guy. I just don't like tons of 
tons of uh, of media coverage for this. Listen, the guy's a pompous jackass for a guy who's never played a major league baseball game. Clint Frazier comes up here, hits 25 home runs or, or whatever is is a let's say he's 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 Aaron Judge Jr. in the way he produces. I'll allow that cockiness. I just have a hard time glorifying a guy who has never played a fucking major league game. That's just me. Maybe he will come here. Maybe that 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 it'll be an edge. That that surliness. That that cockiness. You know, say, hey, yeah. Watch this. Yeah. Hey, you want to do? It's it'll be like Jim Lyrits, not behind the wheel, but but actually really good. Instead of like two moments in your career being good, like good all the time. Like that kind of like just pompous, pompous. I'm gonna flip my bat. I'm gonna prance around. I'm gonna show you. You can't do shit to me. But I mean, I see people, some Yankee fans, just they, they had a picture of him swinging and hitting a foul ball. And they're like, wow, look at that bat speed. Oh, God. Keep it in your pants. I mean, it's getting ridiculous at this. Look at that bat speed. <laughs> yeah, it's something, man. Boy, I, I, he, he, really, he could really follow. I could probably at one point follow off a goddamn ball in major leagues. Maybe. I just, when I see the ball leave the guy, I'll just swing. You know, like Chris Carter. I don't even know where it's going. I'll just swing. But that's that. Uh, the Mets look like, you know, they're, they're getting back into it. But again, I don't know. I don't even watch a ton of Mets games. I just sort of follow along on Twitter and I just read Terry Collins is brain dead. The Mets are going to blow this again. Why do I do this to myself? I can't take this team. So my, my I think Harvey, Harvey actually had a good game the other day. Red Sox are back in the, speaking of all the local teams here, as I live in California, uh, the, the Red Sox are getting back into it. Uh, they, they face the Yankees later this week. Later this week, I think. Um, but they're back into it. They're playing better. Uh, David Price is back. Uh, he pitched decent. Didn't get the didn't get the win. How about him in the minors last year? I'm telling you, it is going to be epic when this guy eventually fails in Boston. He was in Pawtucket on his final rehab start. He was told after the game, uh, or after he pitched, that the media was going to come talk to him. And he said, no, absolutely not. Ran into his truck and drove away. Oh, my God. Like a frightened cat running away it's gonna be bad it's gonna be real bad for david price because there are still a lot of years there and uh talk about a sensitive man of sensitive men so uh that's the podcast um like i said tanyan starts later this week enjoy that and i figured you know new new little uh, thing of the podcast you already heard my dopey song in the beginning so i'm just gonna play a song from my private collection um uh, aka YouTube, of uh, just uh, different music, uh, whatever it may be. I'm not going to introduce you. You can listen to it. And uh, different genres. Some you'll like, some you won't. But remember, you can listen to the show, iTunes, TuneIn. Again, it doesn't have to be uh, Independence Day, Memorial Day. It can be any day because we love America every day, basically. Uh, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play. And uh, I think that's all of them. And remember to follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13, at RedTicketBlues. Hey, remember to uh, leave a review, too. I had somebody leave a review. I, I think it may have been Mike Francesa. It said, uh, let's see. It said, the, the comment, the subject said, okay. Basically, like, okay. And uh, the username was garbage in uh, sort of like a Francesa accent. And uh, the comment was actually just flames. But it was five stars. Hey, I'll even read your review if you want to put it on. Wow, boy, then you've made the big time. And then maybe Jeff Passan can write an article about you, declaiming that it was too big time. Anyways, with that being said, I'm out of here. Well, when you're sitting there in your silk upholster chair Talking to some rich folk that you Yeah.
sitting back 